the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. JKL Engineering, call them today, 401-351-7600, 401-351-7600 for JKL Engineering. This time of year, the temperature, it's getting chilly, it's getting cold. When are you going to first put on your heat? Call JKL Engineering, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Remember, estimates are free, financing is available for both residential and commercial Hey, face it, whether we like it or not, the heating season is here. Let J.K. Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. Energy efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you're saying no gas, guess what? No problem. Let J.K. Engineering design and install high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, they can reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL, licensed Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation, second to none, especially for technical expertise and customer satisfaction. JKL, an approved National Grid VPI installer. They're also a Navient certified factory dealer. Call JKL today for system replacement, oil to gas, or for heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available, both residential and commercial. Call JKL Engineering at 401-351-7600. I'll give you that number again, 401-351-7600. JKL, they'll keep you cool in the summertime, warm in the wintertime. Estimates are free, financing is available, and the highest rebates on the market. Call JKL Engineering, 401-351-7600. It's John DePietro on this rainy Tuesday. My goodness, folks, this is the rain that we've needed. You know, this is the perfect week. Still, the next few weeks are beautiful. Keep your uh, land, your garden, your home, your property up to speed. That's why this is the perfect time. Uh, Stop by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They've had a tremendous season, and there's still a lot left. Stop in, located right off of Route 4. It's Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, where they have straw, cornstalks, sugar pumpkins, carving pumpkins, gourds, fall arrangements and crafts. Again, look for them on Facebook. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They have a beautiful page. You see all just how vibrant it is. This is the rain we've been waiting for and actually in some ways looking forward to. And then on top of that, don't forget their website is prmaterials.shop. Stop it and see them. Easy to get to right off Route 4. Rhode Island's number one garden center is PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. The quality is fantastic. What you buy will last so much longer than what people but sometimes people uh they'll go to some of these big box stores and whatever they purchased it it's unfortunately it's dead by the time you get home or even within 48 hours not with pr landscape materials and garden center folks shop local support them they're terrific they're great people great products pr landscape materials and garden center 3688 quaker lane in north kingstown well we have a great program on this uh, rainy tuesday couple things folks obviously in the last night um I had every intention. I want you to know uh, I was aware about this protest. I um, had every intention of covering it. I did go. They they 
became sneakier. It was supposed to be a protest. They told people to meet, meet at the state house. I was there. Uh, there was no activity going on. And, um, and then suddenly a U-Haul truck pulled up on 95. What needs to happen though, is a, they are, there were adults using young people in order to further the gains. Now, as someone that has covered the protest, there's something interesting that has happened is there are some media outlets that, that somehow feel you shouldn't report the names of protesters. But the thing is, folks, as you know, these, these aren't protesters. They're not really protesting. They're destructive. They act in a, in a, like a terrorist way. And last night, if, if two of the names that I've heard, one of them, he's a 15 year old boy. There were, there were parents drop, at least one parent dropped off a child at the state house, 15 years old. I think I heard his name mentioned. He was arrested at the Gary he courthouse uh, complex this past summer, part of an eviction. I, I don't know what type of parent would encourage their child to get arrested in this way. The other one, if I heard that name correctly, she was arrested this past summer behind the Providence Public Safety Complex. She also had been arrested in January for bringing a knife to school, which is a felony. Now, I believe there were other people arrested. I'm anxious to see uh, the name and who was driving that U-Haul truck. Folks, this is, you know, someone is going to get killed, but there has to be accountability. Who are the adults behind it? I can tell you they obviously don't like my coverage, as many of you know. They go out of their way to make it as difficult as possible for me to try to cover them, either through threats or then they send people on bikes. Uh, there are people they don't mind their coverage because it's favorable coverage to them. Or, you know, the leader of basically this group, and they use different names, but come on. I mean, it's so easy. The leader of the group was arrested in a very violent arrest late Friday night, early Saturday morning. If you want to read the details, you can read them on my website, depetro.com. Don't forget, depetro.com. Brought to you by Mills Coffee Roasters, the most delicious coffee, local company. Support Mills Coffee Roasters, and you can uh, link right through right there at the website, depetro.com, proud sponsor. But you can read the story that I have posted. And this is someone that was, and it, it, to me, it's just so disingenuous. This was the lead protester that was arrested for threatening to shoot police officers and then banging her head on the ground. She was, uh, the police were called to a nightclub where she wouldn't leave. She was disruptive. I would imagine highly intoxicated and then threatening to shoot police, which you, you, you can't do was violently resisting arrest, uh, bit a security guard at the hospital they had to bring her to because she was banging her head. This is the person. And then there she was last night acting as a correspondent for this uh, left-wing website blog that is basically like a propaganda machine for the protesters. But the rest of the media, I, I understand. And, you know, there is this attitude amongst many of the progressives. Oh, you don't identify who the protesters are. So if you, you know, these are people marching on public streets. And now they're going under the highway. I believe the only way they're going to send a message is they need to have federal charges against some of these people. This is ridiculous. Someone's going to get killed. People get delayed. They don't care. They do it under the name of, uh, you know, protesting Christopher Columbus, but it's destructive. They, they are getting more devious because last time in the past they would march and then the police follow them. This time they had like 12 to 15 and they're young kids in the back of a u-haul they pull on someone could have been killed there is going to be an accident and then they have their people filming people that start to approach them 
These are all tactics that they're using. Uh, these this type of behavior should not be tolerated. And but there is a growing feeling within the media where they protect them and they won't disclose the identity of many of these people. And they should. Now, listen, I want to remind you about our friends at J. Perry Paving always providing high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, residential, commercial, seal coating patios. They stay on schedule. J. Perry Paving, free estimates, any project. Call them today, 401-732-1730, 401-732-1730. Check out their Facebook page. It's letter J, jperrypaving.com. And also look for them on Facebook. And then their website is J Perry paving.com call them today 401-732-1730 residential asphalt driveway hey get it done now next few months this is perfect before the snow arrives j perry paving affordable smooth safe to drive on makes a big difference with your property or business residential and commercial j perry paving 401-732-1730 we'll give you the latest on the campaign uh, a lot to get to on this uh, rainy Tuesday, folks. Again, the election three weeks away, three weeks away. But they, thank God the president's back on the campaign trail. Leave it right here on the John DePietro Show. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508 336 7801 MEGA MEGA professionals 508 336 7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers and won't come back to work, you need drivers, certified help, part time, full time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out, they send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today 508. 508- 336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession, MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508 508- Three three six seventy eight zero one. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. This winter, you can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Make Henry Oil. Make the switch. Make Henry Oil your reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery company. 401-521-0200. Residential, commercial, fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Remember, with Henry Oil, automatic delivery, budget plans, 
service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Check out their website, henryoil.com, or call them today, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil. Since 1947, they have a great family history, and they are just terrific. You can depend on Carmine and Lori and the great folks at Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Check them out online at henryoil.com. Residential and commercial fuel oil delivery service contracts, budget plans, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, it's Henry Oil. Call them 401-521-0200. This winter, I'm asking you to switch to Henry Oil online at henryoil.com. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11 and we go till 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website depetro.com. Folks, it's time for DePetro debate. With me is one of my siblings, and she is also a uh, columnist and writer for the Sun Chronicle. It's Donna Perry. We are going to get to the campaigns, but yeah, I want to start off with the information that, uh, God, there was so much resistance about going back to school and in person. There are still yeah. some districts, and the evidence, thank God, by the way, bears out that these are not the super spreader events that Boy, the teachers unions and others were creating so much fear into people over the course of the summer and the lead back up to school. Yes. And uh, good to be with you, J.D. Um, So this came out over the weekend. It was carried by the Atlantic, Uh, got a little bit buried in the weekend news, long weekend. But this is a Brown University economist, Emily Oster. Now, they did a significant study since August when there was the return of reopenings all across the country. They looked at 47 states, they looked at 200,000 school children's situation, and they definitively are saying that schools and school kids K to 12 are not super spreaders in any stretch um, of, of data. So I think it's, it's very significant. And the point, um, and this is a PhD at Brown, and she's also, she went so far as to say that when there were spikes in the summer, she the way she framed it is she said bad press and like irrational fear drove a lot of these very misinformed, you know, decisions. And when there was, we all remember, it was very fraught and, you know, very loud debates and, and meetings, et cetera, about even to go to the hybrid. So I think it's a very significant um, finding coming, especially now this fall. So as we're seeing some increases, and I also think something she noted in, and this is so significant against the teachers unions led, you know, Randy Weingarten at the top, right down to the local districts in Providence and the Boston school districts who have now sued and gone to court to block Marty Walsh from forcing them in person. She said the most vulnerable kids, we've said this for a while, it's irreparable harm. You're trying to keep kids who have really virtually no backup in their home situation, and you're trying to keep them out of a school building. It's it's disgraceful. And I also think at this moment, um, it, you know, it shows that Trump and his sec- education secretary, Betsy DeVos, John, they were right. And they were, right. I mean, we remember the mountain of press, New York Times, CNN, MSNBC, you know, they went at it for six weeks 
uh, and just harassed. They dragged Betsy DeVos in front of a congressional hearing, I think, and all this stuff. Look, they were right. And, and I would say at this late date, he should be like arguing stuff like that now and pointing that out. So I think it's very significant uh, that, you know, this was the theory in the beginning, children are not spreaders. And, and somehow it, it's gotten twisted. Teacher unions are using this for their own advantage. It's shameful. And I think it's a very credible report. You know, this is not PR coming from a campaign. This is a brown, detailed study. I think it should, and I'm going to you know, write about it. I think it needs a lot of attention because we are at a new inflection point, I think, with the virus. And something, uh, Donna Perry, first of all, that's excellent. There are still some schools. Uh, I think Pawtucket is all distance learning. Warwick, barely anybody back. They're still insisting, you know, and the, the fear-mongering that went on of uh, lives over lessons. Yep. And teachers, you know, I can't. How about then they were all making out their wills Ugh. and I can't teach from the grave and all this other stuff. I covered protests. Yeah. They had huge organized and it was union led and Bob Walsh and they, they were all screaming about ear filtration systems and uh, Coventry is still not. John, back there's no person. reason all, for that in Rhode Island. It, yeah, it, that is ridiculous. That is yep. not based on science, by the way. So like everyone's screaming, they're following science. They're actually not. And this data right. shows it. If I was Governor Raimondo, boy, that, that's a brown researcher. I would, <laughs> I would grab that report and I'd be all over with yeah. that. And, and what's also interesting is, and you're right, is they, they were then attacking Betsy DeVos, attacking President yeah. Trump. There doesn't seem to be any repercussions for it, by the way, as we're into mid-October. Uh, she had given the, a lot of them till October 15th to return. We'll see if that happens. But what people also, you know, you're exactly right, need to understand is under a Biden administration, Randy Weingarten, I, I think I read she might be on the transition committee. Oh, God. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But see, notice how she ducked, she hides. So and again, and the media just, you know, just not following this stuff. Um, no. And it's just shameful. Uh, Might have been a little strategic by the Atlantic. I have to say you put that out Friday of the Columbus Day weekend. Uh, mm. Well, you know, um, they, they've hit Trump pretty hard. But I mean, I think that should be really, really out there. Um, and, and what about uh, you had mentioned like the Boston Teachers yes. Union? How the, they are they still suing to try to block in-person They're, learning? Is, yeah. And, and as I wanted to mention, there is not one. K through uh, K through twelve student in Rhode Island who's in in the hospital. Uh, all of this talk in the media again. You know, you're right. They'd run with Providence College and these PC kids and everything. You're right. Not one college student is in the hospital. No, and and this was what was the original thing when all this a mess happened last winter. That was it was and truthfully, Fauci. It's you know he's played the game pretty good because originally they said very very not threatening to young people in general. And they used to say that up right. to age, you know, early twenties, at least um, it, it's in Boston. It is disgraceful that the poorest children in the state of Massachusetts are enrolled in the Boston public schools. JD, they yeah. are not in, in person yet. We're wow. in mid -October. Unreal. Huh. Um, Walsh, I think foolishly see a lot of these, you know, and he's, He's tried to do his part, but a lot of these Democratic mayors, they don't know. You've got to go to the wall on this stuff. He foolishly right. allowed them to push it to late September, and they said, the buildings aren't ready, and the buildings aren't ready. And then it was mid-October. Uh. 
See, they're supposed to go back next week and they've dropped the lawsuit. Um, it's disgraceful. And then again, a lot of the local media, they don't either understand the dynamics of how to portray the story that this is not about buildings. You are really irreparably harming the most vulnerable, low income kids, you know, who live in inner city parts of that city. Let's face it. You know, they're, they're not in these lofty suburbs of mass and they're the ones who are not in and no one is really tracking what they're doing they're not online you know that's a that's fiction they're not doing it you're right and 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 you're also right that the president should be focusing more on that now that he's returned the campaign trail one last note on that i did speak i was speaking with a doctor over the weekend that said what people also is not being reported is the virus has the virus has mutated the virus viruses mutate and uh, unless it's like the polio you know, which going way back that never did. It was, but the virus back in February, March, where people would get it and within three days would, would be dead. uh, It's, it's not as potent and and lethal as it was. So you saw, I mean, president Trump, 74 year old man out of the hospital, Chris Christie's out of the hospital. This is not the same virus that was hitting Italy back in February and March. It's mutated. Uh, The strain is less than it was. So there's less to be afraid of. We're going to take a quick break. Back a lot more. Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, Free estimates, FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 508-336-2110. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. You want to stay as healthy as you possibly can. And one of the ways you can do that is if you stop in and see my friend Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585, 305-3585. Stop in at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. I'll bet you've driven past that old church many different times. Now is your chance to stop in. And what are you going to find? Well, Marie is so incredible. It's My Health. It helps you with your health, your family's health. Vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality, integrity, local products like a kai berry, honey, maple syrup, beef fresh gum. 
At It's My Health at 1099 Menon Road in Cumberland, you're going to find over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. And folks, Marie is so knowledgeable. These are all natural ingredients you want to put when you're uh, put involved as ingredients when you're cooking and it's so healthy for you and your family, plus hemp and CBD products for oral and topical use. They have vitamins for children. They're going to keep you healthy. It's my health. Stop it and see Marie. Pop by. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 305-3585. What an incredible store, incredible selection. She is so knowledgeable. Just pop in, swing in. It's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. We're speaking with Donna Perry. Um, folks, the segment is DePetro Debate. And, and let's talk about uh, the state of the race right now. President Trump uh, at the one hand, boy, he looks good. He was even dancing on stage to YMCA by the village people at <laughs> a rally last night. Um, that was that was a tough stretch, though. He uh, the debate and then was off the trail for quite a bit. Um, right now, boy, this is is crunch time. Uh, I think we're right around the the election is three weeks from today. On, on a Tuesday. Uh, where do you see, let's start with the Trump campaign. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously, as you say, he is back big time. I mean, he is back in full force. You would never know that he had a bout with it. I mean, the guy really is amazing, I, regardless of, of what they gave him. Um, so I think in where he is on this is is interesting. He is, I think, deciding that the way he's going to play the virus which still remains front and center at this point. You know, he made comments that were ridiculed and they said, you know, when he said, look, you can have it. Yeah, it gets a little uh, scary, but then you're going to be fine. Don't let it dominate your life. Um, I, I have a little bit of a problem with that only because I think he could be using this moment to speak to the country at large, not just the people that cram in, you know, that are their full-throated supporters. There's no question about that. Um, I think he he needed to say a few more things and say, um, we know it was really tough in the spring. And now, like, I relate to you, J.D. I think that piece of it yeah. is missing. Um, I think it's important he's his schedule now, as you say, he did lose critical time. And again, this is uh. not 2016 because we didn't have so much early voting and mail ballot voting. Right. Um, the problem is I've talked about, you know, I, I have a ballot sitting here now. Like, I, you know, people could have voted in the last 10 days, and I do think that hurt him. People could have been voting when he was still at Walter Reed. So they were thinking, oh, I, you know, is he, what's, you know, maybe we'll turn the corner here. I, I think um, that I would emphasize, as you say, this new thing, this new report, that in, because this is making the case like the Brown study, J.D., he was right. First of all, it doesn't hurt young people. He, I also think this is very critical because he's not great at, at being disciplined on messaging. And I know that's an understatement. Biden has decided they're making the virus good, bad, or indifferent. That is the closing argument. And, I, and we are that's at right. the closing argument point. So I think something Trump should be saying to crowds, even if it's not carried everywhere, J.D., if he keeps he's certainly covered in the media, they're going to write up whatever he says. I think he needs to keep saying, OK, those guys say, uh, you know, we didn't do it perfectly. 
So let's see what, what would Biden do at the national level? You know what? He would institute a national lockdown. And I think they need to say that, John, a lot. And he needs to say yep. it in a disciplined way. If he says it, the media eventually has to go to Biden and say, you know, is this what you would do? And let them be in a corner. I think he's, he's losing valuable time this week if he doesn't do something like that, because that's the one thing, even if you're an independent leaning voter, people don't want that. And, and they would be very turned off. I think they're losing much time left to really corner Biden on that. The media is not going to corner Biden on well, anything. So, Well, that's just it. I mean, they're not. And because of the virus, he has very limited uh, appearances, Biden. I think what we saw was at the end of last week, the president did uh, a number of uh, interviews, friendly, friendly territory. He, he was on with Mark Levin. He was on with Rush. And it, it certainly sounds as if then they are doing, which is hard to believe, but like a full reset yeah, at this yeah. point in the campaign. Because after doing an interview like that, normally what I'm told is then you, you know, they'll get the focus group. And he's, he was throwing a lot against the wall during these interviews, even though they were in friendly territory. And then, you know, they'll see of everything he was throwing out what really resonated at this point with people. And I think that's what we're going to see as the, the theme coming out. Now, the president is out this week. He was obviously in Florida last night. He's doing a rally each, yeah. each night. Um, there's, there's a lot of enthusiasm with the parades and so forth. But something else that I think we had touched on in, earlier in the campaign is four years ago when um, – and the president did have the event at the, the White House on Saturday. But four years ago – MSNBC and CNN, they would, in Fox, you'd flip, they would all yeah. carry a Trump rally. And on Saturday, both MSNBC and CNN cut away from the White House uh, event he was having for Black Latino. And 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 they just, they're not carrying it. And the, the problem I see is when you're on Fox, to me, it's a little right. bit of preaching to the choir. When he would be on MSNBC and CNN... You get those independent voters and you get some of the Democrats that might vote for him. They're not covering him the way they did. And I think that and I'm not saying it's fair, but Donna Perry, I think yeah. that's that's taken a big toll well, that, on where the numbers the are. Thing. And I, I do. So where is he right now? I will say um, I, I think we have either one of two things is going on. I mean, either you have very poorly organized polls, some biased you know, pollsters, and, you know, they all work for both sides. Or I think, J.D., you know, it's not an exaggeration to say whatever his internal polls are telling him, they're in a bit of trouble. I mean, I don't, I think you can't sugarcoat it with with mid-October. If you look at his schedule of visits, I think, just to your point about where they're realizing they've got, got to still get that independent person who maybe is only going to march over and and vote on the November 3rd. Uh, and some of that is elderly um, who maybe aren't used to a mail ballot. And, you know, they might want to go to their polling place. Um, and I think the emphasis on seniors, what worries me for his sake is Biden has spent a lot of time courting seniors. And there's a lot of polling that's showing that Biden is far more popular, not only against Trump, but he's far more popular, though, than Hillary ever was with seniors. So I do think they yep. got to watch that. If you look at his schedule, obviously Florida, 
they're hitting Pennsylvania very hard. They're going out to Iowa, which supposed to be, he figured he had that in the bag. I don't know if that's true. They're hitting Ohio hard. So I think when you look at that, um, you know, they, they don't think they have those in the bag. JD, they, he has to have those in the bag or it, it doesn't work out the right way. Um, and when you look. Yeah. And let, let, we, let's mention, I mean, the, the national oh. media at this point is starting to talk about a Biden landslide. That, and, and, and another thing about these states that people have to remember is yeah. they're so huge that even if you appear in, in Iowa, you know, does one rally, maybe it, right. it gets the base going, but does that hit the independence? Uh, I mean, Michigan is a huge state. Right. I don't think people realize sometimes states, how big Michigan yeah. is. So, I mean, Michigan, you know, from from border to border can be a four hour drive. Think how much territory you can cover if you drive four hours north from Rhode Island or that. I mean, that's like you're down into mm -hmm. South Jersey. So they they without question, I this is not the position they want to be in. And I think either this is going to come down to you hear a lot about yep. the silent majority. You hear a lot about the Trump people that are going to get out, that are going to vote early and vote in person, excuse me, I should say. And so therefore, on election night, you know, the, the media and the Biden people may be saying we need to wait until, you know, three days or a week afterwards to count all the ballots where the Trump people showing up at the polls right. could have impact. But James Carville came out this morning and said he thinks the race is, is going to be called 1030 on election that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hmm, yeah. that well that yeah now we'll again see. we'll see i mean you know that's they that you know, go back to they were certainly predicting a hillary win and it didn't turn out that way folks we're going to take a quick break final segment with donna perry uh DePetro debate right here on the john DePetro show what's the point of having an appliance if it doesn't work properly or maybe you have problems with it. I'll tell you what you should do. As I like to say, if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. Easy to remember, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. I've used Ryan on several occasions, whether it's for your washing machine or maybe your dryer or the refrigerator or your stove or oven or microwave, any appliance. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. I was having a problem with our, our clothes dryer. What would happen? It wouldn't turn on. No way they were going to dry the clothes. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. He fixed that in about five minutes. Then the oven wouldn't heat up. I called Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096. He fixed, the, he fixed the, the oven in about five minutes. Folks, call them. All work is guaranteed for 90 days parts and labor senior citizens discounts are available and saturday appointments are available come on call ryan's appliance repair 401-710-7096 have you been thinking about updating your website do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www 
www.innovas.com. Well, during these days of unrest, this is a time to visit our friend John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies, located 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Competition Shooting Supplies. The owner, John Francis, folks, no one more knowledgeable. You can call him at 727-1716, 401-727-1716. Competition Shooting Supplies. When they say defund the police, you say competition shooting supplies, firearms, ammunition, accessories. No one more knowledgeable. Folks, we're living in a time of unrest. You need to be able to protect yourself. Stop in and see my friend, John Francis. Your Second Amendment headquarters is competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. You take the last exit off of 95, drive past the Attleboro train station, and then you're at the intersection of Newport Avenue and Benefit Street. Hang a left, and you'll see competition shooting supplies. 435 Benefit Street. Call them, 727-1716. Remember, when they see defund the police, you say competition shooting supplies, firearms, ammunition. Maybe you're going to be a first-time purchaser. John will walk you through the whole process. Stop it and see them at Competition Shooting Supplies. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, our segment is DePietro Debate. With me is Donna Perry, who is a writer, columnist for the Sun Chronicle. And uh, DJ, what about the issue? The one issue that the media does seem to be harping on is about Biden won't answer the question about staffing. Right, the and, and Court. you know, that is... And the one issue, like you say, that they they somehow have decided they're insisting on getting an answer. They haven't done that the whole time. Um, I think that's relevant for a, a lot of things that play into Trump's favor, because it, it just looks like you, you, that Biden favors, you know, realigning this major institution of the U.S., which and those are sensitive points for people. That's what they worry about. The far left with Biden, you know, this whole thing of, you know, realign everything. Um, I also would note that, and that's something that Trump, they, they, he, he is hitting it in all the rallies. They have to hit it every day. I think it's showing also that Biden gets very prickly and, and gets very, um, you know, not the sort of smooth, calm unifier guy, the more he gets hit with that question. And so I think that it is um, relevant that, you know, and I think the press should be having him answer something like that. And I think that's just something to watch. It might it might be very late now to be seeing that. But I, you know, I do think that's a very important um, question and people want to know. But to see, he's going to dodge it all through these hearings. Yeah. And speaking of the hearing, yesterday was day one. Uh, Amy Coney Barrett confirmation hearings. Um she, again, seemed brilliant, uh, good temperament, ideal person, Democrats all on the same page. And they instead made it like a referendum on President Trump. Uh, any thoughts on day one well, of the I Barrett think, confirmation? Like say, I think she is just a strong, formidable uh, nominee for different reasons. The, um, day one is really just all their opening statements. And then she gave, you know, no surprise, just a very... A strong diplomatic opening statement. I think the only um, the thing about all this that's kind of um, that's in their favor, like I think Lindsey Graham, who I thought handled it very well, he was very smooth and he laid it out. He said, look, there's not going to be a lot of surprises here. 
all the Republicans are going to vote for it. And we know the Democrats just will not. Um, uh, but I do think um, that they've been kind of, the Democrats seem sensitive to not look like they're hitting up her on her faith. And I think a couple things on that. Um, Biden is known to be, you know, a pretty uh, devout Catholic, or at least he, you know, tries to come off that way. So I think that they're sensitive to their top nominee. They don't want to look like they're bashing a Catholic, which I think um, is a, you know, a pretty sensitive point. Um, but we'll see if that holds for these fine, you know, the next few days. And I, I sometimes think in these kinds of things, J.D., um, the kind of fireworks we saw in the past because of COVID, it's just not going to happen. You know, you can, and that's to their, to right. their favor for Barrett. Like you can't have these hysterical protest people in hallways. The Capitol won't allow it. And, um, and I also think that someone who I think they thought would be, you know, very electrifying. Well, there's Harris playing the COVID card and not going in the room. I thought she looked, she didn't, yeah. you know, I just think she's kind of not looked very, um, you know, she's not really adding anything dynamic to this um, in, in the fact that she's doing it by Zoom. And she made like a big speech at the beginning of like, oh, we're holding this hearing. John, you know, I thought <laughs> Graham was good. Like he really said today in America, uh, people have to go to jobs. People work in emergency services. They do all these things. Children are going to school. We can be in a room safely and do our job. And I just think yep. she looked kind of foolish right. and she's really not, I, I don't think she's that effective in general. Um, Donna Perry, how can people well, read your you. uh, so great that work with the Sun Chronicle? So that is at thesunchronicle.com. I post all the work on my Facebook page, Donna Perry, and at Donna Perry, MA1 on Twitter. DJ, great job. Great we will uh, follow the race and talk to you again. Brothers Disposal. Call them today, 401 688 Brothers Disposal. Look for them on Facebook. They have a great page, yellow and purple, Laker colors. Brothers Disposal. They'll put a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe are you doing a small household construction project or maybe some project around your home? Call Brothers Disposal. Let's get a dumpster in the driveway. Or maybe you're deciding to do a little bit of a fall clean out, get rid of some of your unwanted belongings. Folks, whether it's in the garage, the basement, or the attic, call Brothers Disposal today. 401-688-0517. They'll put a dumpster in your driveway. Come on, brother, with Brother's Disposal. 401-688-0517. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2 a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. Try out the 99.9 FM. Comes in knives um, right in uh, Providence yesterday, the other day. And that 99.9 FM really comes in great. It's time for our segment, Politics This Week, with the managing editor of OceanStateCourt.com. His name is Justin Katz. And Justin, um, I was in uh, court and did cover the Jeff Britt criminal money laundering trial. A lot of different political elements to this. This was all with the backdrop of the 2016 uh, election, re-election of Nick Mattiello, the speaker. And uh, like to hear some of your thoughts on the uh, some of the political elements that came out of the Brit trial. Well, initially, uh, the first few days seemed like they we discussed last week uh, the the kind of 
don't know, it, nothing surprising. It was kind of how the Rhode Island political system works. It was just kind of sleazy to see it put out there um, kind of in detail. The last few days seemed kind of, uh, I don't know, kind of a counter climax, uh, anticlimax. You know, the, there was no, there seemed to be no big revelations. I, I kind of, maybe it was because Jeff Britt himself spent so much, so many months kind of playing up the, the rampage he was going up, the truth-telling rampage he was going yeah. to go on. Uh, yeah. But I, I wound up kind of disappointed uh, in in the defense. I mean, they're, they're really resting on the pretty compelling evidence that Britt worked with others in the campaign uh, and that he's overcharged. And I, I, I thought there'd be a bit more, you know, details about, how commonplace this sort of thing was in the campaign, how Britt was doing nothing, nothing unique. Uh, but I think a lot of the witnesses, very, very limited in their responses. I mean, uh, Matt Jerzyk, for example, who was a lawyer for Mariello at the time. It just, uh, you know, I don't remember getting confirmation for this. I, I don't really, I don't have any, I think his, his go-to phrase was specific recollection. Uh, so and the other other witnesses had that same sort of, yeah, I don't remember uh, if it happened. Uh, so I don't know that the case was ever made that this was just a common thing. It can be it can be argued that Britt did orchestrate it, did run it, and Mattiello had plausible deniability. So there, we'll see where that goes. But I, again, I, I kind of I thought there would be more. <laughs> you know what's interesting about that? You, you're not alone in. Um... It, for those that are listening, if you go to the website, dipetro.com, I have, have them all uh, up. But Tim Dodd, our legal expert, basically broke down what was missing here. And, and some people didn't uh, realize it. But for the basically a full year leading up to the trial, the defendant, Jeff Britt, kept you know telling – he was telling people, members of the media, wait till I get up on that stand. And even those having those three witnesses up. But when he never took the stand, nothing contradicted – for instance, he never testified. Mattiello called me and said, hey, you did a great job. Or Mattiello handed me the cash in order to pay so-and-so. Or uh, Leo Skenyon said, hey, that like th- there was nothing you needed. The way Tim Dodd explains it, our, our attorney and legal expert, is that what you needed his testimony to contradict what was being said on the stand. And without him testifying... Basically, they could go up there and just say, I don't remember, because his testimony was needed. It, it seems that his decision or him and his attorney's decision not to take the stand, it almost just kind of nullified the, the witnesses he did call with Leo Skenyon, Jerzyk, and, and Nick Mattiello. And you're right, it was very, believe me, Justin, talk about anticlimactic. I'm sitting there in the courtroom waiting for them. The state, you know, the, the, the defense calls Jeff Britt to the stand and it just never happened. Yeah. And, and the witnesses, I mean, at least I don't know about Skenyon, but Mattiello and Jerzyk, both lawyers themselves. So, I mean, they, they know yes. how to play this game. And I so I, I think at the end of the day, uh, the the Britt defense team just convinced him anyway, or, or he concluded that it just wasn't just let the judge say, you know what, this whole thing's a sleazy mess. I'm not going to send this guy away for 20 years. You know, here's your misdemeanor or you're overcharged. I'm going to drop the charges. I think that's where, where they were going. And, and the more dramatic you make it, you know, who knows what other sleazy things might come out. He, I mean, Jeff Britt himself might, might have wound up impl- implicating himself in other 
campaign finance crimes if he had gone on stand and, and let it all hang out there. So as we discussed last week, it's a it's a big nasty mess with all these different inside players working together, doing the same things all over the place, periodically getting caught. Uh, and so they they all have incentive to be quiet. I think you're right. I think some of the, the damaging what I've heard in Maniello's district, what has come out that was damaging was the fact that that Britt had Steve Fryas, who ran against Sean Lawton in that primary, that, you know, there was surveillance on his house, on his wife and kids. And, you know, as much as Mattiello said, I didn't know anything about that, that, from what I understand, is really resonating um, in the district. Also, it was effective, Mattiello. I wish I didn't hire him. Uh, I was bad, all this other stuff. But yet then, number one, he gave him a bonus, and he was then looking to also hire him again for the 2018 campaign, um, which didn't happen. So, you know, the, I think there was there was some political damage done to Mattiello. The other ones, not so much because they, they didn't have as much to lose, but uh, not, you know, decimating, but certainly not good. Yeah. Well, I would that, say that, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. The, well, that was, as I said, the first few days brought that sort of thing. That was that was when things were heating up. And I think that period did did put out information. Uh, the only addition to that was I think it was Leo Skenyan uh, was asked about something he had said about Frias's wife not living with him. And how did he know that if he didn't know he was being followed? And Skenyan's response was pretty pitiful. You know, somebody was walking by the house and said that to me. <laughs> you know, All right. Come on. Um, but I think that I think you're absolutely right there. That part of this case laying bare sort of the, the sleaziness of the campaign. And at the end of the day, Mattiello did hire Brit. Uh, so I, I think that for this upcoming election, that'll that'll hurt him. Yes. And and also notice um, uh, the, the silence from there were really no public officials that kind of uh, cried out or said, you know, we ought to rework this or rework that or. Uh, just that, you know, the destructiveness of the, the Speaker of the House, the most powerful person, his campaign is the one that was on trial. And maybe we ought to do some legislation. One thing I will say is we'll see on whether or not the uh, the judge feels that he was overcharged. I think the fact that Mattiello admitted the importance of the race was like a statewide election. He did spend over 200000 and And Vic Pichette, who was seemed very credible, um, he basically what Britt did was almost like the, the definition of money laundering, which was he gave the guy one thousand and then had him write a check for one thousand. So, it, I, you know, we'll see on whether or not the severity uh, of it and if they feel it was that way. But if they wanted to, you know, if that was one hundred thousand, it's it's a lot of money that was money laundered or one million. It was one thousand. But it, it did. I don't think the judge can ignore the implications and the ramifications of a race of that magnitude and the brazenness of how then they didn't cooperate with the board of elections. Uh, they were all, even the board of elections, I thought that was good to testify. They were all like lying to them, ignoring them, ignoring subpoenas. Um, I thought there was some different uh, factions of that came out folks. We're going to take a quick break and then uh, be back again. Our segment is politics this week with uh, Justin Katz. Ever in an accident, someone hits your vehicle, it's damaged in some way, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. 
You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401 272 3340. Did someone damage your vehicle, whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle? West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. You're listening to The John DePietro Show, weekdays 11 to 2, right here, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online. Visit the website, depetro.com, no eyes, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Folks, by the way, once you're there, I hear so much uh, feedback from people. Thank you. If you want to see some of the videos we've done where we go and cover the protests with uh, Facebook Live, all those videos are posted right there on the website, depetro.com. If you want to get in touch with me, log on to the website. You just click on Contact John, and it's uh, up to date, and it's going to remain that way. I mean, here we are in the home stretch, leading towards the election. All my links to social media and uh, all the exclusive stories, you can see it right there. Just log on 24-7, depetro.com petro.com and as always you can always listen live right there at the website mega logistics they're there to help you give them a call today 401-431-2300 mega mega logistics if you have freight you need freight goods third-party brokerage for your company warehousing and transportation how about custom freight supply chain management routing bill auditing customer developing proven track record with fortune 500 companies you can depend on mega mega logistics call them today 401-431-2300 401-431-2300 does that sound like your company maybe you have freight or you need freight goods third-party brokerage warehousing transportation custom freight they have the experience call them today mega logistics 401 431 2300